Ladies and gentlemen. Basically, they're both having their periods because they're rolling. Yeah, we're, the, the audio and the video are both rolling. We have to get them some maxi pads. Mm-hmm. Have you ever asked yourself, why is it called maxi pad? Like, as a man, you don't know how it functions. Is it maxi because the girl has a big... Uh, I think it's the or is it thickness. Me? Yeah. Because it goes with the, the, the heaviness of the flow. Mm-hmm. And the ladies can correct me if they'd like, but... No. And on that bloody note, welcome to Think Shack. This is episode. <laughs> that bloody note. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> After talking about periods. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's a period, right? So on that bloody note, put a period. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. This is Think Shack. Welcome to another episode. This is Jean. This is Ramsey. Graham. Graham is our guest for today, not our torture victim. And this is not a ca- casting couch. So, ladies, si- subscribe to the yeah. OnlyFans if you want that kind of content. But so far, yeah, it's just an interview. But he's a really cool guy, as we'll find out as mm. soon as, um, you know... As soon as we fuck around. The more we fuck around, the more we find out. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it as soon as we do the beer review. Because, um, like, you know, I know we're going to dive deep into Pickleball and learn about it and some of the other stuff he does. So, maybe so we Graham can is a Pickleball the... coach. Uh, for yeah. those of you wondering what Pickleball is, you'll find out soon enough. Yeah. Sounds like a threat, doesn't it? <laughs> we'll find out soon enough. Let's play. The only thing I'm not doing is pointing. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I guess we can dive into the liquor review. So today we decided to do a bunch of Belgian beers. And I am going out on a limb here, assuming they're Belgian, because, you know, they could be also from some other countries. If you drink this, you'll go out on a limb for sure. The other one won't be working. Yeah. You'll just be limping. Like but this. mostly, I do find that these high percentage beers do tend to be Belgian. You know, like Faxe. But today we're not doing yeah. Faxe. Um, these are people who don't drink just for socializing they drink to get drunk exactly the mission is to get drunk because you know because they're trying to forget you know you know at some point you're not drinking for fun you probably have issues in your life mm. this is the kind of shit you drink if you have issues in your life exactly 16 percent in each of these beers we have royal dutch mm. as royal as it gets because you get royally fucked <laughs> so that's dutch you know like as in yeah, holland. you know holland that's why i'm saying they can't all be belgian yeah, but you know that much as they might uh, try that particular group of countries and the, the Nordic uh, Scandinavian countries, um, they do tend to make really strong beer. It's a thing. Um, I now I don't know what the people they are going through, but for you to have like sixteen percent beer, you know, like brew that stuff, it must be something serious. And there's a horn Crazy. here. There's a horn here, an yeah. ancient like horn. Graham, what are you drinking? Uh, I think I'll go with the the origin. I've never had the OJ. I've never had OJ either. It doesn't have orange juice in it. I promise you it does not have orange juice. I have it had OJ. It definitely did not murder its wife. Hmm. Because it's not a symptom. But it might make you want to murder your wife because you'll be so drunk by the end of it. <laughs> like, OJ made me do it! Ah! <laughs> so, uh, let's start with the OJ. We can open that first. I hope it's not going to... Wait, we do- didn't tell them what we're having last. It's... Atlas. Atlas. Because it's going to make you feel like you're going around uh, the world. But you're going to need the strength of Atlas to just stand up. The leg is strong. Look at this. Even Atlas looks drunk. He's like, why am I doing Yeah. It's yeah. from that Greek uh, legend, isn't it? Yeah. Atlas, the man who's carrying the, the world. On Greek the mythology. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I wonder if there's Kenyan mythology. Ke- Stories of Jabba is Kenyan mythology. Have you ever thought about it? Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. That's yeah. clever. It's actually true. And so... And, and and I guess I guess like methalis and whatnot, like you know. The you, could call it, you could call it a methali with a Y. That's our version of Aesop's fables. Remember yeah, Aesop's fables, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like book of like stories. 
Mm. Um, so yeah, let's let let me open it. Be careful; it might spill. It might come all over the place. So you might want to use um, protection. I actually don't no, think no, no. it will because it hasn't been shaken. You should have listened to me. <laughs> well, I told you you should have listened. You can call to me. me Stone Cold Steve Austin because this is what he does every time he's in the ring. That's the bottom line. Uh, and I am going to try and pour it into this glass. You just made it come. Yeah. Okay. All over the place. That's the worst of it. All right, let me give you the second one because I don't want to touch that. I don't know why I'm always taking L's on this show. I'm like, it won't happen, and then it happens. It's because you're in the wrong. <laughs> you see, I'm in the right because I I'm on the right. You're on the right. No, no, it's you're in the wrong. When see you come to this side, you'll be right. See why I told you it makes sense to have it from the top because if you're sampling every beer, we can't just take it from the uh, from the can. Let that be yours, yeah. my good sir. You can't fill from an empty cup. You ever heard that? That's very deep, isn't it? Yeah. Like, what does uh, it mean, though? You can't feel or you can't give. You can't. You can't give from an empty cup. Well, uh, I mean, I'm okay. It's probably give, but like I'm just thinking from the perspective of like uh, you know using the you. lingo for pouring stuff. But yeah, I mean, the idea is that you can't give if you don't have. If you don't have exactly. ASMR time. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. Listen. That's the sound of beer foaming. Oh yeah, effervescence. Yeah, the royal piss. So let's have a drink of this. Uh, this is OJ, right? Mm-hmm. This is OJ. Get a whiff. Smell mm-hmm. your sobriety disappearing. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Tastes quite uh, hoppy. I think they're really heavy on hops. Yeah, very strong mm-hmm. hops. Mm. I don't know if this counts as blonde beer. It is. Remember when we um reviewed the did the beer review? We talked about blonde beer. Mm. So it's born in Belgium. Yeah, this is definitely Belgian. Um, those guys who used to cut people's hands back in the Congo. That was just Leopold. It's not all Belgians who do that. I bet it was his people. Mm. OJ. I don't know what it's OJ like saying the Germans didn't kill the Jews. It was Hitler. Well. It was the Germans because they were under under Hitler, Hitler right? Yeah. yeah, you know you can feel the alcohol going down your system. It's very weird. I know it burns as it yeah. goes down. It's, it's such very an strange for a beer. If you're fortunate enough to hate yourself enough <laughs> to want to try yeah. a very strong beer, but it tastes great yeah. to be honest. Like for the level of alcohol yeah. it has. When we were taking the gin, good. I was so willing to have it through the snoot, but this mm. has a smell. So the snoot yeah. is probably going to smell like beer for a while. It does have a bit of a very distant berry taste. Do you taste the berry? Something like a Let's berry. Look at the in- ingredients, actually. Am I like, might be talking out of my ass. Barley. So it barley has it has barley, malt, sugar hops. There's yeah. no berries or anything. No, but I suppose barley might have like a hint of that, like a sugary taste to it. So this really hits quickly, doesn't it? It's like I've had three sips and I already feel like I might start asking people for their numbers. Alcohol is such an interesting drug, like. Um, it's a very powerful drug as well. Yeah, it's like the way it depresses your system, and you, you know you lose control. Um, other other drugs are just like you know they work you up. There are lots of stimulants out there. People mm. trying like Java, you know we have Java juice on the table, but alcohol mm. is just like calm down, relax. Alcohol is not calm down. Okay, depending up to a certain threshold. Mm. Calms down the things you don't want to calm down, like for example your motor coordination. What would you say about the mm. drink? Uh, wait, uh, what would you say? popular opinion it's it's better than guinness it's better than guinness for sure guinness is very bitter guinness guinness tastes like pain and suffering but you drink it because you want to look like a man because you have Mm. no hair on your chest Mm. but you want to feel like you do it does make me wonder though if 
the taste of a beer or like the taste profile of a beer is like uh, a direct reference to the personality of the country it was made in. Hmm. It's like Guinness is Irish or something, Scottish, sorry. And and this is Belgian. It's like you can get, get this distinctness. Oh, maybe Budweiser is American. Mm. Like, maybe you can characterize like anthropomorphize the taste. Um, you've told me pickleball comes from America, right? Yeah, yeah. So Graham is a pickleball coach. Uh, let him introduce himself. But pickleball is like a new sport that's picking up in Kenya. It's not really that new in the world, but in Kenya, it's just uh, starting to like yeah. trend. So he's. Yeah. One of the pioneers in that field. So what is pickleball? Exactly. So, uh, again, my name is Graham. So pickleball coach, among other things. So I, can I go deep into that? Yeah, thing? please do. Please go ahead. Yeah, okay. that's what so, he asked. So, yeah, I'm a pickleball coach at uh, Nairobi Pickleball Club, which is a two rivers rooftop. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm also, I don't really like to be called a fitness trainer. Mm. I'm just passionate about fitness. Why don't you like to be called a fitness trainer? Because it's associated with Wamamas? Is that why? Kind of. Okay, I train most Wamamas. Yeah. Train them in what? In fitness. I was raising my eyebrows, (laughs) but you can't see it. In fitness. Fitness. Physical fitness. Right. Right. Mm. So what is pickleball? So pickleball is a sport. It's a a crossover sport. So it takes from every every racket sport. Take Mm -hmm. a little bit of tennis, badminton. Yeah. Table tennis, paddle. So all these. What games, is paddle? Paddle is um. This is like table tennis. Like paddle tennis. Yeah. Paddle um, tennis. They actually play um where I play football. So. And yeah. Jeffrey is as we yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's like this. There's a distinction in the shape of the racket. Exactly. And you know, slightly the rules. The, the place is covered with like uh, glass. Right. So you can actually it's like tennis. You yeah. see, like mm-hmm. once tennis, the ball hits the court and bounces off. Mm-hmm. That one it can hit the court and bounce off to a board behind you. You return the sub. Mm, it's like Remi- squash. Yeah, it reminds me exactly. a lot of squash. squash. I also it's thought squash that. Squash plus tennis combined. So, um, like, uh, what, uh, you know, um, what are the rules, the setup of pickleball and whatnot? No, okay. Just so make sure you don't say it plural. Pickleball sounds like an interesting. Yeah, it's like yeah. you put your balls in a jar of pickles. <laughs> it sounds like the, the, the pickle with the, with the balls. The pickle with the olives. Like, mm. like balls yeah. in like pickles. Yeah. You know, there was a restaurant in Ngongorod called Cock and Bull. I think I remember that one. Cock and bull. Cock and bull. Sounds like a gay strip bar or something like that. It sounds really aggressive though. It's like, what like are you doing this Because like bulls and cocks are generally uh, very violent males, you know, <laughs> in their species. They fight. Cock okay. fights and bull fights are a thing in Western province. Cock fights sounds nasty. It'd be surprising if it's a vegan restaurant. <laughs> That'll be funny. <laughs> That'll be funny. Yeah. Because yeah. so cocks is, and yeah. bulls are actually vegan. Well, of course, yeah, because they only eat. But cocks okay. eat worms. No, co- technically, co- cocks are omnivorous. Some cocks yeah, yeah, eat yeah, yeah. pussycats. Huh? Some cocks eat pussycats. That one is. <laughs> just went over everyone's ass, <laughs> but yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> so, what is the setup of pickleball? So, pickleball is like. Um, so, I'll be referring to tennis because people know tennis more. Yeah. Mm. So, you can play a single match one on one or two or two. Mm hmm. So basically, uh, it's played to up to eleven points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you only get a point when you serve. Mm. So if I serve I, and you make a mistake, I get a point. I think right. it'd be good to probably over- overlay some pickleball games happening as you explain this. Yeah, yeah. we'll do this in post. Mm-hmm. We'll, yeah. we'll so let Cliff know. The court mm-hmm. is smaller than a tennis court. 
So mm-hmm. most people who are not very athletic mm-hmm. can actually learn the game. That's why it's really taking Probably away. the only court where Brian would be accepted. Wait, which Brian? The thick lawyer. Oh, Brian <laughs> Wenda. Yeah, oh, Brian. Uh-huh. Wait, was he that thick though? What? Was he thick? No, he was a fake lawyer, so well, he's the only court. I thought I heard the thick ah, lawyer. He'd be admitted. The fake lawyer. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's a smaller court. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't require a lot of intensity, like a tennis. Tennis it's is very intense. Most people very don't intense. know. Yeah. So, That's yeah. why you always hear the girls moaning. Ooh! Yeah. Ah. And even the guys, like, oh, guy. it's like yeah. so much energy. You don't realize it's so long. Like, mm-hmm. if you've ever been on an actual tennis so court, it's ridiculously long. And, and the then balls, you have to hit with so much power. The balls traveled with so much speed, like <laughs> yes, wow. they do. it's crazy. So the um the pickleball court is smaller than the tennis court. Smaller mm. than the tennis court. Uh, the paddle which we used to play is a uh, carbon fiber, so it's something like a pan. It's mm-hmm. very light. Very light. It's like I suppose it's larger than a table, table tennis. tennis uh, yes. I can imagine that. Larger too. than a table tennis, usually square in shape. Mm. Yeah, and then we have a hollow ball. And what attracted you to pickleball as oh. a sport? You know, how did you get into it? All the other popular sports in in Kenya. So I've been basically I've been in fitness. So I, I met him at the gym. We met at the gym like some years ago, four years, three years. I think years. it's been like four or three years. Yeah. Mm. So I've always been a sports freak. So I do cycle. Mm. Like. Seriously, yeah, cycles. Like seriously, like mm-hmm. Nairobi, Kitale type of Yeah, Jean and Jean and I were talking about cycling um this morning, and we were having this debate. We were like, what's the fastest speed achieved by a human on a cycle? And he said it was a hundred and seventy. Actually, found it was hundred eighty-three kilometers per hour. Mm, I think one so hard to believe. One thirty. No, for the ones we looked at, like the top speed ever achieved was about one hundred and eighty-three. And it's actually yeah. like miles per hour, it's not even kilometers per hour. Nice. Uh, yeah. But then but then the average like highly trained cyclist say doing the Tour de France is doing yeah, like forty five. Yeah. Mm. A forty five because that's the wind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you have and that's quite fast. Forty five miles per yeah. hour is like uh seventy kilometers per hour. Yeah. Like have you ever miles. have you ever hit like like do you know some of the highest speeds you've hit yeah. while cycling? So the highest speed I've hit is ninety one point nine kph. Oh my god. That's almost that sixty miles per hour. <laughs> Was that downhill? That's yeah, crazy downhill. fast. Mouse summit. Oh my goodness. You went down the mouse summit. Yeah. These are people wow. who don't respect their lives. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is mad. I mean, I imagine at such a speed, if you don't have good uh, control, you yeah. could easily wobble. It's just, it's just adrenaline. It's just we seek that that, mm. that rush. Yeah, that rush. It's like it's like martial arts yeah, because I've done a bit of martial arts, and it's like yeah, you get punched up and everything, but then you you you. Adrenaline rushes. It's like really nice. It's it's a fun kind of yeah. high. If you call it that, like it's a like, high from physical activity. It's like a very weird drug. You can mm. you can't get that high with anything else. Well, that was Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger quote. You know? Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, um, I love the feeling of being in the gym, getting a pump. It's as similar to me is coming having sex with a woman coming. <laughs> and I was like, can you believe how I'm in heaven? I'm coming in the gym. I'm coming when I pose. I'm coming day and night. You can look it up on YouTube. Uh, yeah. Actually, I got the video you shared. I'm gonna, I'm gonna download it and send it so they can like overlay. It, you know. Yeah. I'm coming day and night. <laughs> yeah. So I imagine, I imagine then in a way, um, perhaps the allure of sports is. In a way, it's because adrenaline is a drug, mm. yeah. and so you know people seek adrenaline through various sports. 
I yeah. play a lot of football, soccer for the Americans, and I, I, I get a lot of adrenaline from that as uh, well. You know, it's uh, exciting. What we'll go for a tackle. I play defense. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, Why would I, you play defense? Defense has been so loyal to you. Why would you play defense? <laughs> <laughs> I do play defense. Uh, sometimes okay, I cheat. play the field and sometimes <laughs> I shoot against the goal. Mm. But yeah. It, it, so I, I, I guess it's, you, you do pickleball, uh, cycling, and is there um, any other sport you, you do? Pickleball, cycling, I lift. You lift. Uh, mm. Yeah, that's basically, basically that's it. Wow, and you also coach for pickleball. And he also yeah. coaches kids with autism. So, I also do autistic coaching for kids. Okay, that's one? interesting. I'm interested in that. Like, what um, is it like coaching kids who are autistic? Yeah, basically? exactly. Because um, most people don't know much about autism in Kenya. Basically, it's it's hard work, basically. And you, you actually have to... Yeah, the money is good, I'll be honest, but you have mm. to really care for the kids. Mm. If you don't have yeah. that caring, uh, yeah. you can do it because the kids are very. They are certain way. Yeah, they just have to they understand. Have What's that word for um, uh, this range of mental conditions? The spectrum. Ne- neurodivergence. Yeah, the spectrum yeah. is so wide. They don't think so the same as normies. Yeah, mm. so you have to know the kid and adjust. because yeah. you get some super crazy, sharp kids mm. who can talk. Mm-hmm. You were saying like something about that. Kids who talk and they're like... I was saying some most of the most geniuses. gifted people mm-hmm. in the yeah. world are on the autistic spectrum or have like Asperger's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's this story, um, if you've watched the big short or read the book, it talks about um, the financial crisis of 2008 and how so many people saw it coming. Like, um, they, they, they knew that there was going to be a housing crash because like housing prices were so inflated in the US. One of these guys, like how he knew it is because he read through thousands, hundreds of thousands of documents, you know, showing mortgage prices, thousands of documents showing mortgage prices over the years. And he could notice the glitches and he had Asperger's and he just happened to be the manager of a really large fund. So he went all in on it. And, you know, like, uh, I think he grew the fund from like a hundred billion to like a trillion dollars in that space. Wow. Um, I think Elon Musk himself has said that he might be on the spectrum. I think he said mm-hmm. he might have Asperger's. It just goes to show you that sometimes you don't necessarily have, necessarily have to have like traditional or conventional intelligence um, to get ahead, which is what's happening in Kenya with people like Brian Mwenda. And now recently there's been a doctor who has been practicing for 16 years. Mm. And it turns out he's never even been to school. Crazy. That there's that. Um, actually, the guy's name is. Let me see. It is right here. Just checking for the brief, the brief, 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 brief. The brief, brief. So this guy's name looked. is. Um, this guy's name is. What is it? What is it? David something. David Nyawade Onyango. Sounds like a very violent name. Yeah, there's been some news there. It's like, um, you know, um, we have like this guy who's been a vascular surgeon. For those who might not know, this guy operates on your blood vessels, veins, arteries, capillaries. Yeah. So I I remember when I read it first, I was like, he's a vascular surgeon. Like a surgeon is a type of bird. Like, so he's been a vascular. (laughs) He's a big fat rooster. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So he's been a vascular surgeon for 16 years. 
and he did not have any papers. Um, he was found to have got his medical, his practicing license using fake papers. His face kind of looks like he has no papers. Maybe I'm just a hater, but look at it. I don't know. I mean, he looks like a typical doctor. He looks like he has toilet papers, but not no no other types of papers. He looks like a he looks he looks like a typical surgeon to me. He looks to me like a pharmacist. The ones that chemists who sell you condoms. But this does take us back to the question, you know, from last time, like you know, gatekeeping. If a guy has practiced for sixteen years, on the one hand, you could argue, yeah, he may have put so many lives in, in danger. danger. He may even have like um. Um, so many patients may have, you know, experienced like yeah. fatal um, conditions under him. But I would like to argue that if he was a vascular surgeon for 16 years, he must have had quite a Some number kind of successes experience. at least for him to survive that long. Yeah. Now I'm just going back to the whole gatekeeping thing is that do we really need gatekeeping, number one? Or number two, how much gatekeeping do we need? Remember when I was talking about the architecture thing? I know so many um, people who practice architecture, design houses for people, but they do not have the license. So for a surgeon, I imagine, um, you know, what you're getting in school is a lot of training and then you go get um, tested and whatnot. So this guy presumably never got tested, but because of maybe practice, hanging around doctors, surgeons, doing it on the field, he probably got really good at it. So when you find someone like this, do you, uh, you know, bring them to 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 burn them at the stake, or do you just take them then and test them to see if they're gonna pass anyway, and then give them a license? I think the thing they're trying to show is like some some strictness towards breaking the law because there's yeah. a lot all these codes and oaths like the hippo Hippocratic oath. The Hippocratic, Hippocratic oath. Yeah. yeah. So these things are taken very seriously, and they want to show the, the medical fraternity that these things are frowned upon. They won't tolerate any kind of um, fraud. So I think that's yeah. what they're trying to do. They have to make an example out of it, whether or not it's yeah. morally acceptable or not. I think the, the question, though, I, I personally think the question isn't um, whether these guys do should have a license. I suppose it's important to have some kind of regulatory framework and anything that you know um, might affect human life but also how much framework you ever heard um you know they're saying that the road to hell is paved with good intentions like if you start making laws uh, against something right um like or like laws to regulate something how much is too much because you might end up gatekeeping really gifted individuals who might not be able to afford the education go through the education education system and whatnot and graham you said you have you mentioned gifted people and graham was just saying that some of the kids are really bright oh could you give us some examples of like how you see that manifesting uh, so uh most kids i get they have delayed speech mm-hmm. So some of them develop their own language, but you have to be really close to them to realize these kids can actually communicate. So I have like between ki- themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have two kids in the same estate with the same condition. They're both autistic, mm-hmm. but the two kids can understand each other. How do they communicate? What, what very, is the nature yeah, of their for example, language? Like, it's very weird. Like um, so, I teach them how to cycle. Uh-huh. So one kid can go and just make a certain sound to the other kid. You just see them walking away and they go and take a pee. Wow. Literally, they just both walk away and go to the grass, take a pee. Wow. Put down their pants, put it back up, come back. So one of the characteristics of autism, common characters, is delayed speech. I, yeah. I remember um, Einstein um, mm. had delayed speech. He couldn't 
talk until I think five years old or yeah. something. Um, but he was pretty smart. His parents must have been very frustrated. And then, and then um, another thing, although you can correct me if I'm wrong, because you're the expert here, is that um, kids with autism tend to be single-minded, so they can get really good, extremely good at like one, one or two things. That is true. So, um, so how we approach to help the kids, we'll make sure we tell the parents to take them for all types of sports. Mm-hmm. Do swimming, do rugby, do everything. There is one which they tend to gravitate to. Mm-hmm. What they gravitate to, they become really good. Like the yeah. ones they have, they're just purely cycling. Wow. They don't play football. They don't. They don't interact with other kids playing with toy cars. With, they just want to cycle. Mm-hmm. And wow. they, they are picking faster than normal kids wow. at their age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I'm just looking at the characteristics of autism. So there is delayed speech. Uh-huh. You do have the high intelligence, and then they, they kinda, um, they don't like you. Don't change the environment so much. Right, right. Yeah. So they're used to a routine. They're used to a same. Uh, a friend of mine has an autistic child, and uh, that one in particular is very sensitive to sound. So anytime people are singing, or something, yeah, it's just yeah, they're like it's very interesting. Um, very another sensitive. thing I I can see here about um people on the autism spectrum is that psychologically they tend to be less empathetic and aware of others' emotions. Like their social development is yeah. Do you see this a lot with your kids? Yeah, like they don't. The two kids I'm talking about, they just play with themselves. If wow. they're not alone. They do the other kid. They don't interact with the normal kids at all. Mm-hmm. They don't like things that would entice normal kids. Don't mm-hmm. work for them. Right, right, and also um, they do tend. Another in, uh, characteristic of the autistic spectrum is that they do tend to have a lot of compulsive behavior and impulsive, repetitive movements. Yeah. So one thing you say about the sounds. Like even the shower sound. Mm. When they in the shower, they can't stand the sound. Mm. They can't. Uh, and when they want something, maybe if they want to, maybe if he wants a certain toy or if mm. he wants your phone, he just wants your phone. He can't want my phone or mm. he just wants your phone. And he'll do everything to get that phone. Mm. Until right. you give him the phone, now his interest can shift to something else. Speaking of the lack of empathy for others' emotions or depression, I think maybe the landlord from hell might be a little autistic. There's a landlord in uh, Gaza. See that? I made a smooth transition. <laughs> yeah. 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 It'd be a good DJ. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just you, man. Jean's yeah. always the one that does that. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I salute you. So there's a landlord in, in uh, Gaza who, uh, who's tenant. Had their roommate get kidnapped, and this guy was like, you know, what, I don't during know the friend. Hamas during attack, the, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a war going on in Israel. So he no, tells, yeah, you know, she was kidnapped, um, and he he tells the roommate, um, get either, another roommate or get pay her ship. Yeah, or you can ship out. Oh. I wonder, you know, the the question is, is that is that fair or ethical? Like, at what point do you stop? How far removed business? from society must this guy be? Like, the war is not affecting him at all. It's like, hey, I don't care what's happening. Just pay me my money. It's crazy to think about. He must be really rich and. Let's play devil's job. advocate for a minute. Mm. Let's let's play devil's advocate for a minute and take the other side because you you can't really support a point no, unless you start something argue. stupid. Yeah. Brian Wonder is like devil's advocate. Yeah, there's actually a movie about that. <laughs> I don't know if you watched it. 
No. But Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves oh. stars in it. It's like he's a he's like a a, a fast rising lawyer who gets recruited by a law firm and then he finds out that his boss is the devil himself. That's a crazy concept. That's a cool concept. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like okay, so in this case, I'm just saying let's play devil's advocate for a minute. For the landlord. You're a landlord in a war torn area. Um. Obviously, people are starving. You've got to make ends meet, right. and um, I suppose kidnappings are not that uncommon in such an area. And maybe even some people have been known to fake kidnappings to get out of paying rent. Like there's this meme I saw about this guy who faked an attack at a heart attack at twenty restaurants to get out of paying the the, the wow. restaurant bill. That's seriously caught. That's seriously messed up. So I suppose in such like a high pressure, high tension environment, you might be a little less empathetic to the needs of others. Yeah, you know, just you know, every man for himself. Yeah. One of the things about like war and um conflicting situations is that they do force you to go back to your basic survival instincts in in many ways. Yeah. Is that saying in the navy is that when something when t- sometimes get tough you don't you don't rise to the occasion you fall to the level of your training. Training. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's a quote from the navy seals. The Navy SEALs, yeah, exactly. So, I, I mean, just playing, there was, not saying that what he's doing is right. I'm just trying to understand what thought processes he was going through as he was doing this that made him completely ignore the... the you make a very details. valid point. I don't know, what do you think about it? But also, I think, what, well, how good is your money during wartime? Mm, good point. How good is your what? Your money. Because people are less during concerned wartime, about money. The shops are not open, the mm. supermarkets are looted, probably, like... Where is your money mm. Mm, That's a good point. Um, that's a good philosophical argument. Ramses was more, was more of a human argument. You try to put yourself in his shoes and it makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make sense. But it's just a weird kind of like story to pop up out of that. And do we have other such situations where like you're going through a really hard time? I'm sure a lot of people have such stories in Kenya like where maybe um, and, and, and Jean might know this but you know without going too much into the details because this is a sensitive topic um, I'm gonna talk about it in third person you know about the employee whose husband committed suicide and then she couldn't come to work and then ended up getting fired because mm. she wasn't performing and it does like make you you know a bit like empathetic of her situation right 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 is that um, I, I, I don't know what other stories people might have, but I do know, for example, that even like on an institutional level, if you look at some of the, some of the, 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 the norms that have come up, like, like, um, maternity leaves or right. some are direct, um, direct responses, direct responses to situations where, for example, women felt that the need they were being treated unfairly because they weren't getting maternity leave, and so it kind of like makes this necessary. Or, for example, the need for um, a, a termination notice to be given before you're fired. Like, is it one month, two months, blah blah? Mm. It's just firing someone and telling them to pack up their things and and and, and go out without paying them some kind of severance is a bit, you know, unethical. Mm. It's disingenuous. So I suppose I mean I I don't know that there's much depth here unless you know someone else knows more details about this. So I suppose the appropriate response sounds like a very common thing to happen. Yeah, I suppose suppose the appropriate response to the situation is then to kind of like build the laws around just 
what kinds of situations a landlord can kick you out if you can't make rent. Mm. Yeah. And and I'm sure like even the, the, the legal landscape, say for example, in an advanced country like the United States, is such that your landlord can't just kick you out like that. It's kind of due process. Mm. So I'm guessing this due process may have been missing in yeah. Israel at the but time. But even, even in Kenya during COVID, mm. a lot of people are affected like... Um, mm-hmm. You don't have a means to work because you can't work. You can't go to the office. Your landlord still wants rent. Exactly. Um, You know, uh, I noticed during COVID, some of the most affected people were people in the service industry. Right. Waitresses. um, Uber drivers. Uber drivers. No one was going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I was talking to this Uber driver just the other month, and he was telling me ever since COVID hit, even though the disease, um, you know, we don't have the lockdowns and whatnot, Uber Uber industry has never quite um has never quite recovered. Mm-hmm. People were making a lot more money before that. And so you kinda imagine if your financial situation changes like that, how much empathy are you supposed to get from your bills, your creditors and whatnot? Yeah. So um anyway, that's that. Honestly I don't think there's much depth to it. But mm-hmm. going back to um uh, going back to Graham uh, you do know, by the way, you're named after the father of uh, Telephone. I was saying before we started, we have yeah. some really fancy yeah. pants names. We have Ramsey, yeah. there. we have Graham now. Yeah, so Lord Graham. <laughs> Alexander <laughs> Graham Bell you know, yeah, invented yeah. the telephone. The telephone. Yeah. There was some controversy around that, though, because they said there was one person who was going to file the patent. They filed it on the same day. Mm-hmm. But then, or is it Thomas Edison? I'm not so sure. No, no, no. Thomas Edison, that's a totally different. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's the light between, bulb. It's between him yeah. and Nikola Tesla. Right. Um, so, the, the yeah. it's, and uh, what was his name again? Um, Alexander Graham, Graham Bell. Bell is the one who got it first, who got his approved first. Yeah. So, there's some controversy around that. So, but, but it's a cool name, surprisingly, though. it was named after the Graham the Preacher. Who's that? Oh, oh Billy actually, Graham. Oh, Billy yeah. Graham. I remember that guy. But I'm, I'm, it used to be like my alarm clock. I'm drifting away from... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I wanted, one thing I wanted to ask you was, is we, we spoke about the speed. I wanted to ask you, what is the greatest distance you have ever cycled mm. in one go? That's a good one. So, um, I think 2019, we, we were going to Kitale from... from uh, so I stay in Rongai. Mm-hmm. So we were planned to cycle from Nairobi to Kitale. So the first day we did 200k. Wow, non-stop. Wow. Non-stop, yeah. Jesus Christ. So from Nairobi to Salga, then we Wow, 200 kilometers. How long yeah. did that take you? How long did you did you um, take to cycle 200 kilometers? Uh, give or take eight hours. Jesus. So I suppose if you took eight hours, that would be twenty-five kilometers an hour steady. Yeah, actually, with the power of your legs. We were actually having an argument for the viewers. For the viewers, that if you're having an argument with Jean because he was like one one sixteen percent beer actually has more alcohol content in it than three KO bottles because the KO bottle is eight percent um alcohol and this is sixteen percent. It's five hundred ml versus three hundred ml. I was like, no, that's not true. And then I found out it was true. It was trying to do my. We should probably finish this so we can review the next one before the time is up. By the way, Mm -hmm. so this was uh, OJ. OJ, how would you rate it out of ten, Graham? OJ, I'd give it um. Maybe a seven. Why a seven? I think uh, they can do better. Okay, B is mainly taken by men, right. but if the the flavor is toned mm. down a bit, mm. I think it can appeal to a larger. Mm. You think it has too much flavor? Yeah, the the okay. barley, the barley mm. is really yeah, it's quite strong. Yeah. Why do you think beer is mostly taken by men? 
Because, I don't know, it's... I think it's an ego It feels thing. like a manly drink. Yeah. And you can get more... It feels like you're drinking more for for less. Because liquor, you finish a bottle, but then you get fucked up. But then beer, you can have a couple where you're talking. Yeah. It, it's a good way to kill the time. Yeah, so, like, I'm trying to look up if there's any, um... If there's any, like, like research around this. And they're saying beer tends to re- trigger the release of dopamine more in men and as a result because you know um it, it does boost their moods but also because of the social the socialization of drinking beer it also promotes male bonding if many men are taking because we do tend to take beer completely, right. you tend to you know talk more and your moods are already pretty high and so on so i guess for a lot of men it's their one opportunity to bond with other men you know, we don't get that a lot. Right. Men are pretty solitary creatures. Women are really good at socializing and bonding with each other. Men sure. tend to be solitary. If you go to 1824, you'll find an example of that. You know, when you're going down the stairs and you look, the, the ladies' bathroom is actually transparent. And they're always taking selfies. So People who don't know each other. Why would you make a bathroom? Why would you put transparent windows in a bathroom? It's voyeurish. Uh, I mean, like... Oh, but transparent from, from the waist up. From the waist up, yeah. Uh, yeah, from the waist. No, it's not from the waist up. It's just that it's at the area where the sinks are. Uh, mm. That's so weird. It's like, hey guys, just have a look at these beautiful women. Maybe that's part of the appeal. Some people might just go to 1824 just for that. 1824 is the bar for four years. And the women are between line. 18 and 24, even though the policy says you should be over 25. Have you ever noticed that? They never check women for IDs. Mm. Yeah, do. It doesn't matter because they're telling, like, the guys know if you go to a club and has many women, you buy a lot of drinks. Yeah, that's why they also... So they, they are very lenient with that rule. Sure. Yeah, so. yeah. It's so weird. It's like, women don't know, but they're being inadvertently used as... As marketing magnets. devices. Yeah, exactly, to attract men. Um, and also, like I was going to say, women bond so easily. One of the most fascinating things I find about women that I'm like, I don't understand the logic of that is, first of all, they call each other babe. You know, they don't know each other, hold hands. And the craziest one for me is that they take each other to the toilet. Guys don't do that. Guys Imagine guys like, doing that. Let me take hands. you to the toilet, bro. Like, oh, let's go. <laughs> With holding your hands and yeah. like, hey, Buddha, turn it But they think men. The weirdest shit. Okay, there's two yeah. ways to look at it. But they think men also bond. I can't say easily, but quickly. Like, mm. I'll, I'll know you today. Mm. And you'd be my friend for like we'll meet That's even true. after five years. I'm like, yeah, hey. It's great when I actually met in the gym, just randomly. Yeah, one of the one of the funniest phenomenon I've seen is like it's become a meme is that men can bond and then go for a really long time without even knowing each other's names. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. like in the gym, I, used, I know I used to call him bro. Yeah, bro. I used to call him bro. Hey bro, hey bro. You don't need to know. <laughs> five years later, <laughs> by mistake, he drops his idea. Like, oh, your name is actually Graham. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even want to ask. It's so awkward asking a guy, "What's your name?" Yeah. yeah. Like feels yeah. like such a private thing to reveal. It's like, <laughs> imagine a loser, you know, but but yeah so okay so you said you're reading it seven wait 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 before we jump that topic you know there's another thing i always say like you should never video call another guy it's just weird (laughs) never do it never video video call call another another guy guy. video call is super why why are you video calling me what are we talking about that we need to be seeing each other face to face man to man what the (laughs) hell but i have a friend who does that (laughs) makes me wonder what the like like what is, what are the, it's not, it makes me wonder, what, what is the range of appropriate situations in which to video call? I know if you're having official meetings, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, if, 
Because, you know, like, like we were learning in some kind of training I had um, at work, yeah. is that when, when you're communicating with someone, you can think of it as a spectrum. You know the way, like, even with lights, the more kinds of light you can see, the more information you get. We just see invisible light. If you see infrared, you get more information. So, UV. so for example, um, communication doesn't just happen via voice um, or text. It's like body language too. So you want to have that video call. But then, in really intimate, non-casual, uh, casual situations, you video call a woman because obviously you want to see her pretty face and you want to see her body language. You know when um, you're talking to her, so you can make sure she's really at home. <laughs> and alone but when you're video calling a guy in a casual situation why do you want to see his body language what what are you trying to achieve are you why as a from man that? are you video calling me it's wrong never yeah. video calling the guy it's like always whenever you're video calling or like a lot of the time you probably your your hair is messy or in bed yeah. like this is like it's such in a bed is like the gayest thing ever both you guys are in bed talking to <laughs> Two each other guys. shirtless so what are you doing, bro? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing right now? I know, just chilling. What are you wearing? The weird thing when they wear a video call a chick. Uh, she only does proper lighting. It's yeah. So Chicks take a lot of time. It's like a, a girl would rather not pick your video call than be seen looking. Than be seen with like like her shaggy hair and stuff. But some of them have ring lights. Imagine walking to a girl's place and you find a ring light, and you know she's not a YouTuber. <laughs> What is that? She's show? a cam girl. She's a cam girl. Yeah. Everybody has seen her behind. Oh, okay. Behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. She can be on TikTok without ring light. I guess John just wants to take the most pessimistic, yeah. the most cynical view of this. Like John's first assumption, he just like you ever seen that meme where you got like a kid and then he's jumping over all the intermediate steps to the last one. Like, he jumps over TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, goes to like, yep, she's a cam girl. I knew it. I called it. She's no. on Chatterbait. She's on OnlyFans. Spreading okay. her cheeks for the world to see. Yeah. Um, another topic we wanted to cover. I feel like we're rushing through them. How much time do we have? It's because we're high. I'm feeling. We have 20, oh my god, we've been talking for 40 minutes. Yeah, 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 so the other one, and this one was a pretty interesting one for me. Is the a bit cave, of a sad one, actually. Yeah, Caveman. Um, I'm, I'm guessing this guy is <laughs> Why? Kenyan. Because Why are we I'm, calling him Caveman? That sounds so rude. I'm looking, I'm looking at the, the house. Oh, caveman. The house built here. Did you know like there's such like distinctively Kenyan architecture? You can look at a house like this is in Kenya. Because like it, it has a like certain it design. A, it was built by Kikuyu. The colors weren't color blocked properly, you know. It's so, blue and maroon. Like, the, you know, the, 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 the cut stones are just looking like... Even the, the design Kenya. to celebrate the house with the balloons is just shady. Yeah. Very shady. So a guy um, lived in a cave for 23 years and then well wishes because they thought they were doing the right thing gifted him a house mm. and then he was found dead he was found house. dead in the house um you know i guess barely a few months after he was given the house and kind of raises the question kind of raises the question um if you ever find someone who's living in an extreme environment and there have been so many situations like this like like the guy who hadn't bathed for 60 years and then he took his first shower and died barely a few months at 94 when he took his first shower. He died because he got cleaned. He had become a germ. He had become yeah. a germ. <laughs> exactly. But you know, it's amazing because if you don't bathe, if you don't bathe that long, your skin, because of all the dead skin piling and all the dust, you have like almost bark-like skin. It's that hard. Can you imagine how he smelled? It, oh my god! I know. 
so that you know you, you shouldn't ever give such a person a shot they've adapted right i i heard it's the like ruining them basically cleanliness yeah. is yeah. like <laughs> yeah i heard the story of of yeah. the other kid and this one is actually in kenya who had apparently been raised by monkeys so you know <laughs> it, i swear to god it was a really old story it's like probably from like 20 years ago the life of being raised by monkeys you wake up in the morning like you have to like do the monkey grooming yeah. like a whole but it was really sad because you have to remove ticks from your brother <laughs> yeah it was really sad actually i got this video sent to me by uh, one of our thing chat followers mm. it's like it was really sad because what happened is um this kid of course could not talk was used to a particular diet could not walk had to walk on all fours like a dog yeah exactly had no manner of socialization whatsoever so when they discovered this kid you know um when they took the kid out the kid was so depressed you know uh, it was a terrible situation but eventually the kid formed a friendship because they took the kid to a children's home formed a friendship with another kid you know like a well socialized kid normally groomed kid. normally groomed kid and they would only talk to that you kind of like your autistic situation you yeah. know and they kind of like learn to communicate because like um I guess I guess I guess the point here is that sometimes you know even with the best of intentions you might be causing more harm than than good. I wonder what killed them. They didn't mention it in the brief but it's it more like uh, if it's not like, broken don't fix it. If it's yeah. not broken don't fix it. Yeah. Wait, can we, yeah. Can you imagine 23 years in a cave? Like that's your whole world right there. Uh, one argument I'm seeing by um I, I would I've called it called him a tweak but it's more like an actor now. Mm. Um is that you know you've been conditioned to cave life your body is shifting to sudden the you know, like room temperature sudden yeah. warmth and the envir- environment is affecting you and your body is sort of like expected to adapt quickly which you know, it really can't realize, most people yeah. don't realize how easy it is to overheat it's very easy to overheat especially if your, yeah, your, your temperature, temperature regulation, regulation is yeah. off balance yeah, yeah exactly mm. and you even see this in animals mm. so for example one of the One of the things that make Dogs. humans <laughs> such like like we are really really good I in the entire animal world um running over long distances mm. um uh, a, a cheetah runs super fast but it can only do this explosive speed like over seconds, small distances yeah. um got like wolves and whatnot but like a human being can run really fast because we have really good temperature regulation with sweating yeah. so what happens is that back when we were you know like hunting and gathering what would happen is that when a human was hunting he would he would chase an animal and the animal would collapse out of exhaustion right so i've seen that he said over yeah. great distances yeah. it's like you, we can run bro yeah. we can run yeah. let's keep going <laughs> as long as you want and the animal eventually collapses and then the human comes in the animal is like oh, fuck these guys man like yeah. stop chasing so like every time you find an we also have like a similar situation by the way you may know about the story of mowgli um I uh, the jungle the monkey yeah the, the tiger was trying to kill him the tiger looks so sinister Shere Khan yeah why was he Indian I will kill you Mowgli is an Indian story Mowgli is an Indian story it was right. written by Rudyard Kipling and yeah. it was based on the story of um a, a kid who was found having been raised i think by wolves or something kind of like similar to the mowgli so the mowgli was raised by wolves mm. and and it was just like a whole phenomenon so like you know they kind of romanticized it and made it into a fairy tale but like we get a lot of these it's actually a dog story they made it a fairy tale but it's a dog yeah, story it's, it's really a story of a bunch of wolves that did a lot of work to raise a child and what thanks did they get nothing and then a tiger is trying to kill the kid the whole time that's trauma That's a lot of trauma. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, and 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 and, and just, you have a tiger as an oak. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I guess a similar story. Though. I don't know if it's based on a true story. It's a story of Tarzan. You know, who was supposedly raised by is it chimps or gorillas? Yeah. One of the chimps. The chimps. Tiger as an oak. You up to the tiger? That's crazy. That is this is like one of the funniest questions I've heard asked by Tarzan is that. By the time he was meeting that 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 lady, then you know, the explorer Jane, girl, Jane, Jane, Jane must have been a freak. Like he, he was already behaves like a monkey, and you fall in love with him. Yeah, but then here's yeah. the thing: he 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 was already sexually mature by the time he was meeting her. So he was fucking. He said he'd been clapping that whole time, bro. <laughs> when we just asked the important questions here, <laughs> you know. Uh, so like like I I guess I guess every time you come across a situation where someone has had to adapt to extreme situations, um, I guess it's important to practice caution. I I right. bet these people thought they were doing God's work when they're like, here's a house, bro, because you were living in a cave. I wonder if they, they ever got his house. opinion. Probably not. What? I wonder if they ever got his opinion. He probably maybe couldn't even talk. Maybe he can't communicate exactly. Imagine yeah. living so long, twenty three years. Without talking to anyone else, mm. I suppose you could forget human speech. It, I don't know. It's I mean, like I'm your just... brain kind of malfunctions because it's like it's like a virus, like something mm. new, entirely new. Right. Mm. Exactly. Just exactly. Close to home in Rongai, there's a kiss. You see the story of the kiss TV radio presenter who was in the street and mm. people in Rongai washed him up, mm. gave him a cards. He's back in the streets after like two weeks. Wow. That's, Maybe he enjoys being in the streets. That's an important point because um, it's actually it's actually a real problem. Um, a lot of people find street kids and they're like, um, "I'm gonna what take him, watch him, adopt him," and you know the street kid could you know like end up killing you or like stealing you, and then he goes back on the streets. <laughs> that's so dumb. Fucking ungrateful, fucking ungrateful little urchin. Uh, <laughs> it's like you can't really blame the street kid for this. <laughs> What did you expect, bro? It's like taking. Just call him an urchin. Well, that's the word, isn't it? Like a street urchin. That's it's like crazy. a sophisticated insult. Urchin. <laughs> Speaking of sophisticated insults, like let me actually check the meaning of urchin. I hope I'm not butchering it. An urchin is a young child who's poorly or raggedly dressed. Oh wow, that's a diss. Yeah. Come on, there's a specific word for that. I thought this was pretty common, you know. Actually, <laughs> 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 I just dropped new vocabulary, but yeah, I was like, there's someone who calls himself a urchin in Kenya, like that's my nickname because people yeah. call themselves Smurf. Uh, I mean, I go urchin. Urchin. Ig urchin. Basically, calling themselves a chocolate. Yeah. I suppose with with the new kinds of fashions we've been seeing over time, right? like wearing raggedy trousers and shit, we're probably all urchins. Case in point. I'm an urchin right now. <laughs> He's an urchin. An urchin in the streets of freaking the sheets. I am floating right now. Yeah. <laughs> don't know the you don't know the saying. Lady in the streets, freaking the sheets. What if a street kid that's walked a nice, up to a lady? That's a nice idea for for an accountant. Actually, like a street kid walked up to a lady is like I want to get one in the streets and a freak in the sheets. I want to get like one of those mugs. Kind of seductive and all that. I want to get one of one of those mugs for my girlfriend because she's an accountant. So mm. you say uh, a freak in the sheets. She holds you but it's like the Excel sheets. Or the Excel freak, sheets. Yeah, freak yeah. in the sheets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so like, um, I, I guess, I guess, I guess this is all about like rehabilitation. Yeah. Like, there's probably a science to it. You probably shouldn't do it unless you, the person says. Not if you don't know what you're doing. FYI, here's like a fun fact: Stare Boys Center and School. Um, 
it started as a rehabilitation center for street kids. That explains the uniform. Really true. Yeah, that and then later on they the the That was explains the uniform too. The uniform looks like. Oh my god! Fine number. Uh, twelve four seven three. It's the reunion. Shit! Now someone's gonna go find one two nine five zero. What? One two nine five zero. Then you came. You guys the same year. Yeah. Thousand Gaturo. Oh, Pacho. Yeah, right above yeah, what year did you play? You guys probably knew each other. Uh, 20, finished in 2013. 2013. Yeah. Then that right. means we you? brushed shoulders. Um, brushed shoulders. Brushed shoulders. <laughs> nice. When I was there, so it was like 2013, 2012, 2011, ah. 2010. No, I left in 2009. I never saw you. Yeah, you never Sorry. saw me. I left in 2009. So you never brushed shoulders. <laughs> That's nice. That's so, like, it started as a rehabilitation center for street kids, and then they added the school later. And one of the things that stands out, any Syrian will know, is that it, there's almost a military hierarchy and system, mm. you know, like the systems of prefects. It's so extra. You only know this after you get it. Like, there's sub prefects, full prefects, senior prefects. <laughs> what was happening with the uniform, though? Like, uh, like, I don't know, navy blue half sweaters, red shirts. And then like blue, blue. I mean, I know I, the the, found, the founder wasn't wasn't a it's designer, a so I forgive him. Yeah, you know, it, was it, was in, it was in the fashion designer. It was about the scouts movement because it also yeah. looked at the scout uniform. It also looks pretty funky, you know, like the whole browns yeah. and stuff. Yeah, if like you think about it, scouts are really weird. People. Yeah, scouts are really weird people. So, you go to the forest, learn how to tie knots. For yeah. no purpose whatsoever. It's really... It's you learn how to... The best one I saw is that if you put up like a bunch of like cells in a certain array and then you put knives on them because of the electricity traveling and the high resistance in the knives you just made a stove if you put Damn. cells in a certain in, like four cells and then Wait, a knife here, a knife here, a knife here, a knife here they get hot after a while so you can cook your food on that mm. depending oh. on the strength of the cell it, it's about survival skills I suppose mm. at the end of the day but it's kind of useless because we're living in a modern world what are you going to need to tie a rope for unless you're committing suicide yeah. that's the only time you're ever going to have a zombie <laughs> apocalypse that's the only no. time you're ever going to need to learn how to tie a rope when you want to choke yourself all until we have a zombie apocalypse or Armageddon or something like that <laughs> but you still need to learn how to tie a rope what would you do then? even if the zombies are attacking no because rope tying you does yourself. Help. that's the only thing you can do Okay, I think I think you're being really um like pessimistic. Like, yeah, because like rope tying, like knowing how to tie knows helps you. For example, if you need to build a BDSM. shelter for yourself, you have no nails. You or a raft. You or BDSM. In the what are you doing with a, a, a junk <laughs> a line doing with like uh, tie her up? Who are you having BDSM with? The you monkeys. Her to you gonna spank that monkey? Like, yeah, take it, baby. You're having a scout sex. There's literally no one. <laughs> Scout, listen, listen, scout sex must involve the best knots you'll ever see in BDSM. The like high quality knots. High quality knots. Scout but sex. I, I think not getting out of that knot, bro. Yeah. yeah. Knot tying is like a really good science. It does help you to do a lot of things, especially where you have no other way to bind things. Mm. You know, yeah. um, you're pulling a tree down because you know you wanna you wanna cut it down and stuff. You're trying to climb up and so on. Rock climbing requires knot tying. Meme reviews require knot times. Let's do the meme yeah. review because we have about five minutes left. Okay, uh, I have, start with yours. Finally, I don't have to look for mine on the spot because I tried to get some before. Let's review your memes. Let me because memes. we are exploring memes to the extremes. Extreme nudity on this channel. Yeah, let's see. Let's see some of his memes. You're just gonna have to pass them around, and then you will have to share them with. Uh-huh. 
You looking for them? I guess we can go to Jean if if he already has some ready. Oh yeah, I do. I have memes, bro. I have memes for days. Here we are. Think Shack. Start with this one. This one here with the blue and red. Okay. Let's, let's play it with out. sound. Um, play it with sound. Oh wait, what? Oh wait, so I don't get put it. Aside. Oh, he put he put a, a, a note on the car that was in the way, like move like, yourself move your shit box. box, move your shit box, and then he found the car was owned by a nun. Yeah, and he was like, oh my goodness, there you go. <laughs> okay, I think I think Drake has one. one. Do you have one? With the next one, I have another one. <laughs> So, her, I like boys who can sing or play the guitar, sing and play the guitar, and then this is the guy performing. That's what you do when the shower is too hot. You don't even. You just like. <laughs> you just jump into. Break dance out of here. Maybe that's where I'm. No matter why you put yourself through that, just have a cold shower, you bitch. Break dance. But then you still want the whole, the heat. It's like. <laughs> Maybe our piano was invented by a guy trying to walk on hot coals. Huh? It's got so much footwork, and I just want to jump in. Where that shit? Sounds like a like a torture uh, torture method they would use for Negroes in the class. I have one. No, I, have no, one. I still have more. You, you actually should have scrolled down. Like oh, this. okay. There's more. Let's see. The ones in the DM were the ones, not those ones. It was just. One so of this each. next one with the little cat, right? Yeah. So. He's, he's stopping a cat, a fight between two cats. And he's giving them a talk. He's giving them a talk. He's even pulling them back. Like, we just got a cat, we pull back. <laughs> oh my god. It's like, walk it off, bro. Walk it off. Go to the next one in the DM. Okay, let me see. Um. Oh, I see, I see this one. That's a double hip replacement by the cat. <laughs> she gives you that look. This is one of those where you have to see it to get it. Yeah. I hope it gets shown. The Maasai one is hilarious. Where's the Maasai one? Could you? The hilarious one. Yeah. Just like scroll to it. I couldn't find it on that particular perusal. Oh. Uh huh. Yes. I think it's because it was sent by Graham. Oh, it's over here. It's in the image. Oh, yeah, I've seen yeah. it. Here it is. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it is. Click okay, on that one. let's see this one. Um, so it's this one, okay. Read the caption. Masaya is a holy communal, I forgot it's a very dumb. This is just plain tribalist. <laughs> okay, I have some. Tribalism is hilarious. I have some, I think. I think today I have some good ones. Um, so first one I have. Oh, I'm doing 
Yeah, it's totally for Freud. So here's one. Have you ever, have you ever sat beside a really noisy uh, couple in the theater, you know, like doing the hanky panky? Yeah. Listen yeah. to this one. One thing I noticed that I found really like like really interesting and weird is that 
I mean, I need gone through this. How many times have you been having coitus with a girl and then she gets a phone call in the middle of it? And it's not necessarily like a guy. It's just like a regular person. She picks and she picks it and talks normally to them. And, you know, then you go on the act and I'm like... like maybe this time she's, she's talked to me normally, but she's been actually... Not here. even her, but like random people, you know, like yeah. I know like your aunt or something. Like how many times you made a call and you think the other person is it's doing something totally non coital But they're being fucked. But they're having the cheeks clapped. You know, like, it's <laughs> I've had I've had a cheek pick a call from my mom. I'm like, oh, because she can she can miss her mom's call. Yeah, people with audacity. She's so regulating you, her breathing. She's like, yeah, I'm yeah. In the middle of something. He's like, if you're a little mischievous, you want to like make the strokes even deeper and harder. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just want her mom to know her daughter's being fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we? Uh, why is there always an urge? Because I get that urge. You get it. I'm going to make this call as difficult for you as possible just for shits and giggles. Yeah, yeah, true. true. Yeah. I try to make it just as hard for her to keep quiet. Yeah. Um, I'm talking to your boss. I have, I, have, I have like a few more uh, questions for. Um, uh, well, we have to wrap up soon. Yeah. We're short comments. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the granola? Because Graham sells granola. Oh, this yeah, year. yeah, yeah. It's like Let um us so like amazing granola. What what inspired you to get into fitness? Like were you always into like, you know, all of this stuff, you know, pickleball, um, cycling, etc. Yeah. It's actually a sad story. Okay. It's, it's um involves Break a girl. Break out the tissues. Mm-hmm. It involves a girl. They always do. So mm-hmm. um this chick I was dating. Mm-hmm. Um, he was dating so, a chicken. So it was actually in U- UN, Upper Kabete. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Had like a, you have so much audacity. Dating a UN too. I was, I was having a strap babe too. Mm. Uh, one day she was like, uh, look through my phone, check the, the hair I put last week with the man you sent mm. me, blah, blah, blah. So I was scrolling. Mm. So I did the mistake to scroll too far. Uh, uh, what did you see? Uh, so she had taken a selfie with a dude at the back. Oh, jeez. Probably giving an evil smile. Like, yeah. yeah. So he yeah. knew you would see it eventually. He had like a massive chest tattoo mm. and he was jacked. He's like, I'm every of the man you're not. So I was like, <laughs> shit, I can't get a tattoo, but I can get jacked. You know, you'd rather your girlfriend cheat on you with someone worse than you because if it's yeah. better, then he'll give you like such. No, let's listen to the story. So, 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 like, like, he was jacked, but he had tattoos. So like, I can't get a tattoo now, but I can yeah. surely get jacked. So I started walking around. Oh, people. yeah. Wow. And and how many years ago was this? Like I just want to get a like, view of how many years we've been doing this. Like five, six, six years. Five, six years. Yeah, like wow. six years. Wow. And he's so into fitness, he started his own granola company. Tell us about this. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I try to do the things I love, which are interconnected. So with the fitness, with the nutrition, because I did food science and tech. Mm. So basically, the whole talk about beers. So I'm the one who does. Basically, my work is to like check the contents of the beer, make sure the body is okay. Mm. So previously, I've worked for KCC, Brookside, mm-hmm. I've worked for Trigger Foods. Trigger Foods, yeah, I've heard of yeah, that. Yeah, as a quality assurance. So that's yeah. what I did for Campus. So okay. like I can merge fitness with the food aspect. Yeah, I can see how powerful that is because like one thing Ijan does apart from fitness is he also sells meal plans. That's actually how I met because he right. sold me a meal plan that I'm going um, another question I have is, um, what advice would you give someone who's having trouble staying consistent with fitness? Because I know every time I try to start the gym, I stop after a while because it just doesn't work for me. You know, I, I could play football for years, for days, all day, every day. 
But, you know, the gym is just like I have trouble maintaining the discipline. So I try to tell people, like, choose something you can sustain. Like, for you, put it well. You can play football for years. Mm. Now just get your diet right. Like, right. you see Messi looking ripped. You see Cristiano looking ripped. Those mm. guys are not... Yes, they go to the gym, but not as massively, like, the time he spends yeah. in the gym. Yeah. So just check your diet and then you'll get there. Then, if you're into fitness, don't go for, like... The people confuse fitness with bodybuilding. Right. You can run and you are fit. Right. Right. So, so not everyone has to be a bodybuilder. Run. Not everyone has to go to the gym. Yeah. You can run, keep your diet right, you're fit. You can I always was of that opinion because, yeah. you know, every time someone talks about like fitness and, and you know, like like weight loss and whatnot, the, the number one address that's given is hit the gym. And I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. You know, just like not everyone can be a doctor or anything. We all get turned on by different kinds of sports. Yeah. So, you know, whatever works for you, just find it and keep doing so it. So before we get turned off because the, like even the battery one drive is, by because the really the battery is about to run out and we'll get turned off. Yeah. Well, the vibrator. Let us uh, <laughs> put this vibration to an end. Mm. It's been a pleasure having you, Graham. Yeah, I think this was a pretty chill episode. I like how you know, you know, we we really got to know Graham really well. Let us know if you would like to have Graham in future episodes. Graham, you can give your social media um, links or handles if you want people to follow you. Mm. Um, my personal page where you can uh, get me for the fitness for the autism is Graham Temba. Could uh, you spell that? The team of one. Graham T E M B A, and then for pickleball, Nairobi Pickleball Club, located at Two Rivers Rooftop. What about the granola? Uh, granola, it's called Grano Crunch Granola. Taste the Grano Crunch. Same name. So Graham Grano, then Crunch. That's a pretty cool name. Yeah. So nice name, very nice taste as well. So it has different flavors. You have the chocolate, you have the banana, you have the plain. So one. why is granola such a popular food for like 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 good nutrition? So basically, for the granola, I started making it for cyclists. Mm. So you're on the go, you want to snack, but you can't really stop to eat like a meal meal. So you so have it in your pocket. So this has a lot of good calories. And does it have any particular particularly important nutrients? Yeah. Or it gives yeah. So we problem. have oats in there. Oats is a highly balanced. It has protein. It has mm. oats is a complete. Mm. It has the protein content you need, the carbohydrates, the, and then it has groundnuts for the nuts, so you get your healthy fats. These nuts. Mm. Yeah. In the so granola is an amalgamation <laughs> of groundnuts and oats. Yeah, groundnuts, oats, like and then so I have nuts, some basically. honey there, yeah. and then some spices. And nice coconut flakes. Ah, that's nice. So, yeah. Sounds really nice. It tastes amazing, guys. Go and follow his channel. In the meantime, this has been Jean. This has been Ramsey. And Graham. Catch you in the next one. has been the Granola Shack. The Granola Shack. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Nice. With a side of OJ. <laughs> side of... Because you can't have the good without the bad. Of course. Okay.